And we're back for another edition of Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall, episode 22, and a very special one ahead of you today. All the songs you're going to hear on this week's episode are all covers, and that's because we've got Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe later on co-hosting. One of the biggest songs they ever released, Cats in the Cradle, was in fact a cover song. And we're going to go behind the scenes and find out what happened in the studio when the band were recording that song that uh, hasn't been revealed to anyone before. Whitfield tells us all about that as the band head off around the country for their 25th anniversary tour. We'll also take a look at the new Five Finger Death Punch album and the iconic punk band they've covered. In this moment, also take on a Genesis classic. And download festival bands have started announcing their sideshows. We'll let you know all the details about who's announced so far and where they're playing. But let's officially kick it off with these guys here with one of the best cover songs they've ever done. It's Metallica, Whiskey in the Jar and Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall.
Tom Kennedy from Barebones, and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall.
against the Bats covering the Beastie Boys' sabotage on Wall of Sound up against the wall. They're returning to Australia with Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes next year. But big news this week, Download Festival bands have started to announce their sideshows and we're going to see the likes of Prophets of Rage, Good Charlotte performing alongside Neck Deep, Falling in Reverse, Issues and Chase Atlantic, Amon and Marth and Sabaton. The story so far, Neck Deep doing their own shows and Nails too. There's a whole plethora of shows happening on the east coast of Australia and one show taking place in Adelaide. Nothing yet for Perth, unfortunately. All those details can be found online right now at wallofsoundau.com. Get out there, support the shows and support the music festival too so we can see more of these big bands coming to the country. The next two bands are going to be performing on the Download Festival itself, kicking it off right now with Limp Bizkit and their cover of George Michael's Faith on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Oh, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like me, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play, cause I play them too. Oh, but I need some time off from that emotion. Showing you that door, Rock gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith. Gotta have faith, baby. I know you're asking me to stay. Stay, pee, pee, pee. Don't get away. Cause you're giving me the blues. Baby, you might need all the words you say. Can't help but think of yesterday. And another new time. Showing you that door, I got it out Sound up against the wall.
against the wall. Not another teen movie soundtrack. That's Marilyn Manson with Soft Cell's Tainted Love and Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. And if you haven't picked up already, all the songs on this episode so far are cover songs. Now, when it comes to bands covering songs, you need to pick something that's in your vocal range and something you can absolutely nail. Otherwise, you're going to be the butt of every joke on the internet when you put the song out and it sounds like a piece of shit. Talking about movie soundtracks, the movie Suicide Squad came out and had some fantastic songs on there, one of which from Panic at the Disco. Now, Brandon Yuri has a fantastic voice. He can hit all those high notes. He can almost sing opera style. So when it came to them covering Queen's Bohemian and Rhapsody for the soundtrack. I had to put my hand up and say, yep, this is one of the best covers I've heard from the band so far. This is it right now on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Is this the real 
what's up, everybody? This is Jordan from Newfound Glory, and you're listening to Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall. You cut me to the bone And I won't miss The way that you kiss me We were never caught in stone Against the Wall with Brownie.
touch of your hand I want your leather studded kiss in the sand I want your love Love, 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 I want your love You know that I want you And you know that I need you I want it bad, a bad romance I want your love and I want your revenge You and me could write a bad romance I want your love and all your love is revenge You and me could write a bad Kings and Queen of cover songs, Hailstorm and Wall of Sound up against the wall. Now I mean that, go on YouTube, type in Hailstorm covers and they have a shitload of songs that they've recorded and all of which are actually pretty fucking good too. But let's get into this guy and his band right now. Hey, this is Whitfield Crane from Ugly Kid Joe and you're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Yeah. 
Ugly Kid Joe is the band. Whitfield Crane is the man fronting them, and he joins us right now. Mate, how are you? I'm good, dude. What's happening? All right. Well, that's always a good way to start here in Australia. Um, when you're back here, what is the Australian thing that you do? Like, obviously, bands talk about going to the beach, going to the opera house, things like that. Is that kind of like what you want to do, or what do you want to do when you're here? Well, I've been living in Melbourne, to be honest. Like, I got here this year, stayed three months, went to Indo for a month, and then went on tour with every kid in uh, in uh, the UK and in Europe for two and a half months, went to visit my family in Northern California, and then came back just now for another two and a half months, and then went back to my mom, rehearsed, and now I'm back you know, in Australia again. So you know, I dig this country, man. There's good people here. There's a good music scene, great music scene. You know, I just I love the sports. I love food. I love rock and roll. I love the people. You know, everyone's pretty cool. So across the board, it's a good frequency for me, for sure. Okay, so it's been years since um, Ugly Kid Joe were down here in Australia. Obviously, you know, when you're playing shows like, for example, last night in Sydney, the amount of fans that are coming through, you've got the old ones, but you're also seeing, like, the new age fans, like, the younger fans coming along too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a mixed bag. Like, of course, you have your fans. So you got everyone who does the record then. And it is really interesting. You have your old school fans, you have kids that are down with it, wearing Ugly Kid Joe t-shirts, and you're like, wow, that's interesting. So it's a mixed bag. Uh, it's a passionate bag. There's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of good energy. And look, one of the reasons I asked that is because 25 years ago, I was five years old, and one of my earliest memories I have was with mum sitting at home dancing along and uh, singing to Cats in the Cradle by you guys. Um, like, it's just those those moments when you listen to that music from years and years ago, then all of a sudden you see the band performing. It, it's just one of those things that really hits home, and it's like, wow, you know, this is actually happening. Wow, that's trippy because that's exactly what I did with that song at five years old. Like, did you really do that at five years old? Yeah, look, because obviously the 25th anniversary, I count back, I'm 30 years old now. To the day, I can still remember it. We had it on cassette tape and we were in the lounge room at home just dancing along to it, me and mum. Wow, that's really cool, yeah. I have a similar uh, similar story when I asked. So we did the same thing. And uh, interesting things about the song you may or may not know, if you look at the song credits, it's written lyrically by Sandy Chapin, of course, was Harry's, Harry's wife. So... I didn't know that until years later, but anyway, back then, you, you, funny enough, you said cassette tape, we had like 45-inch vinyl. We listened to that song over and over. Of course, we listened to the Harry Chapin version. There you go. And look, it, it's all come fruition. I mean, finally get the chance to see this song live uh, when you guys come up here to Brisbane. Like, how was that for you, recording it? Did you have that flush of memories coming back to you? Obviously, this is so hard to ask because it was so far ago, but, I mean, jumping on stage, did you get all those memories of being a kid? Well... You know, we went in to uh, record America's Least Wanted, and they, they stuffed us in the studio. We didn't, I mean, to be honest with you, brother, we didn't have enough material to, to finish the record. So as we are trying to get this record done, I was like, hey, what if we played this song? Just an idea. It wasn't like, a, we didn't want to be a singer just to fill the, fill the record. We just kind of got it done. And an interesting point, I don't think I ever really shared this part, but I'll do it with you, is so when they were tracking the, the guide tracks, they needed a guide vocal. So I went in the vocal booth and I sang, but I wasn't really, I didn't think it was going to be the real vocal. So it, I wasn't stressed out or freaked out. So the guide track, I sang it and then everyone you know, played the song. You know, that's why it has a soul because it's not Pro Tools, it's not graded. But anyway, as we tried to beat that vocal over and over and over, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it in three weeks. I couldn't do it. So the, the guide track, the actual vocal on that song is just a scratch track. Right. It couldn't be beaten. That's why the song is natural. So that's pretty interesting that the scratch vocal won. Look, that's what I love about it too. Like the song itself, when you first hear it, it sounds so raw, but then hearing the fact that that was just, you know, you getting in there doing it for the very first time, it almost comes around full circle and, you know, proves that you had what it takes back then to make it. And that's just pure evidence of it. Mm-hmm. All that stuff kind of mysteriously happened. Like the stuff that happened to the band wasn't really force-fed from the label. Like for instance, when we're talking about Cats in the Cradle, we just put that on 
to fill the album. And some radio station in Texas picked it up, went number one instantly, and all of a sudden, you know, we had more wind in the sail to go around the world. So um, it was a funny ride, and that record, you know, you know, I, I, you know, we let go of that. I never even thought the band was going to get back together, let's be honest. You know, after 10 years of not being together, I was like, I guess we're not going to get back together. But miraculously, <laughs> like after, what, 15 years, we did. And so, you know, so here we are, and everyone's still alive, and then we all still love each other, and it's... Uh, it's been cathartic in some sense to go rock out together and make music together because that's what we were supposed to do in the first place. So, you know, to be able to come to Australia, go to Europe or the UK or whatever, get to do this. We're lucky guys. Not, not a lot of people get to do that twice. And look, uh, we need to play the song right now before we move on and talk about the tours and all that. This is Cats in the Cradle, Ugly Kid Joe on Wall of Sound, Up Against the Wall. Just like me. And the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. 
Ugly Kid Joe, Cats in the Cradle and Wall of Sound up against the wall. The frontman Whitfield Crane joining me right now. That song itself was a cover, a song that you used to listen to years and years ago as a kid. Have you ever cracked up on stage, you know, broken out a tear because of, you know, those memories associated with it? Hmm, maybe. Very rarely do I tear up, but uh, yeah, maybe I do. My family members come and see me perform, and I'm like, wow, you like my sister, who I love. Maybe I, I, I can imagine myself doing that, but... Uh, in 1993, we were on a tour, on a tour uh, with a band called Def Leppard, and we opened up for Def Leppard all over the world. And uh, we played this one show in Jones Beach, which is, I guess, near New Jersey or something on the East Coast. And Sandy Chapin and her, her family came to see the show. Of course, Sandy Chapin is uh, Harry Chapin's wife. So she came to the show, and at that point, I had no idea that she wrote the lyrics. And we meet her, and the song's massive at this point, and, you know, it's pretty cell phone, so, like, you know, during a, during a song, like, Captain the or whatever, people have the big liners on, and it made her tear up, you know? And I was like, wow, we're part of something really interesting here. And afterwards, we talked to her and chatted with her, and she uh, she gave me this really special coin, like a Harry Kippen coin. I was like, wow, thanks, you know, it's beautiful. And then uh, she went and told us to tell the song, which, of course, you know, she wrote the lyrics. And I was like, no way. So that kind of stuff was so weird because, of course, you and I were talking about our experience with the song. You know, obviously, you had an experience with the Edith Joe version. I obviously had an experience with the Harry Chapin version. But then you get back to the actual songwriter that came to see her lyrics. And it's such a moving song. So when you asked me, do, you know, do I tear up or whatever it is, that would be like, as far as like performing the song, when I kind of looked over stage left and she was just, you know, looking at us, she, you know, she was tearing up. And I was like, oh, this is so heavy. So it's a special song. You know, it's great. The older you get, the more it makes sense. You know what I mean? It just opens up a whole new world of, you know, looking at this song. Obviously, you look at you guys. It was a cover song that launched your career around the world. But the story behind it like that, it just opens up all these other avenues and goes a bit more deep into the song itself. That's true. Now, uh, for those who haven't had the chance to buy tickets yet, why the fuck should they jump on it right now, pick up a ticket and go see you guys while you're here? Well, because it's a kick-ass rock and roll show. We got Aguka Joe, we have Dallas Frasca, and we have the minstrel Tim McMillan. So it's a killer lineup. It's a fluid family rock and roll adventure. Come on down. So get your family together, go get your tickets. You can get them right now from Destroy All Lines. Uh, Whitfield, it has been an absolute pleasure having a chat with you. All the best and uh, looking forward to see what you guys do in the future, whether you get back together again for new music or whether it just stays as this. Wow, dude, thank you. Thanks for your time, man. Wall of Sound, up against the wall.
wall of sound up against the wall. Stealing eyes, but you just can't kill the beast. 
Australia's very own Tabara with Hotel California and Wall of Sound up against the wall. And it's been a big year for music in 2017. If you haven't noticed on the website already, wallofsoundau.com, we've started rolling out our 2017 year in review where we get our staff, photographers and uh, some guest contributors to tell us what they thought were the best albums, songs, video clips and gigs of 2017. We're going to be rolling them out each day for the rest of the month, so check in every day to see what's new. Now, in this moment, put out their album Ritual earlier on this year. This is their cover of the Genesis classic In the Air Tonight on Wall of Sound Up Against the Wall.
against the wall! You take a mortal man and put him in control. Watch him become a god.
faces, worn out places, worn out faces. Bright and early for the daily races, going nowhere, going nowhere. The tears are filling up their glasses, no expression, no expression. Evergreen Terrace with Mad World on Wall of Sound up against the wall. And if you haven't noticed yet, all the songs so far on this podcast are cover songs. Every now and then, though, you come across a song which you don't exactly like straight away. Eventually, as time goes by, the more and more you listen to it, the more you start enjoying it. That's how I felt with the next song I'm just about to play. The first time I heard this song was on Triple M's Distortion when it was hosted by Higo. And at first, I thought it was stupid. I couldn't get into it. But as time went by, I realized how good it was for what it was. This is Children of Bodom covering Britney Spears, Oops I Did It Again, and Wall of Sound up against the wall.
näköinen, mutta... Eikö, eikö tää oo siis... On, on, sixpacki, kyllä. Vähän se on tos tarvinnut, hyvä mies. Sitä voit sieltä ollut takevia. Niin, niin, mutta aamuksi... Sound up against the wall with Brownie.
You're listening to Wall of Sound up against the wall. Just a cast away, and I'll last at sea. Machine Head covering the police classic Message in a Bottle and Wall of Sound up against the wall and they have a brand new album coming out next year all courtesy of Nuclear Blast. The album titled Catharsis will be out on January 26 and pre-orders are in place right now. You can also hear a brand new song. Check it out at wallofsoundau.com. Five Finger Death Punch also have a new album out right now called A Decade of Destruction. And yes, as you guess, it's a best of album featuring a couple of new songs, one of which is a cover of The Offspring's Gone Away. 
Now, as I said earlier, sometimes when you hear a song for the first time, you don't like it, but eventually it grows on you. That's exactly how I feel about this one. Let us know what you think at Wall of Sound AU on our social media pages. But this is Five Finger Death Punch on Wall of Sound up against the wall. Maybe in another life I could find you there Pulled away before your time I can't deal It's so unfair and it feels And it feels like heaven so far away And it feels, yeah it feels like The world has grown cold now that you've gone away And Hail Mary 
sound up against the wall with Brownie.
of sound up against the wall. Here's the thing, we started out friends. It was cool, but it was all pretend. Yeah, yeah, since you've been gone. song which arguably launched their career. That's a day to remember covering Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone a wall of sound up against the wall and so many big bands around the world have got big covering other artists songs. I mean you could say the same for I Prevail most recently and even Ugly Kid Joe who we interviewed earlier on in this podcast. Let us know what you think have been some of the best cover songs you've come across. You can find us at our social media pages Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. We're at Wall of Sound AU so get involved and join the community. As we approach the end of the 
year. Normally things start slowing down at this point, but I thought, fuck it, let's keep making podcasts until 2017 ends. Don't know who's going to join me next week. I've sent a couple of feelers out there for a few bands. Hopefully they get back to us soon. But with that said, we'll put something out. It'd be great and it would be awesome if you could check it out too. My name is Brownie. Thanks so much for checking us out again. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share this podcast around. I'll leave you with one of the best cover songs of all time. It's the Amity Affliction covering Lana Del Rey and Wall of Sound up against the wall. I'll catch you next week.
your life.